Has he pushed the button yet yeah, or he has, not? Yeah, he has pushed the button. Thank goodness for that. Hey, um, I've got some civil selfishness coming out that will change this planet. Really? For, for the better. Well done. If these people take it seriously. All right, well, I've got some can we still be friends, and it's going to be a really... It's going to be a really emotional one. Oh, a tearjerker. No, maybe not a tearjerker, but emotional. <laughs> uh, can we get Ethan over here, please? Yes. I am thirsty. Yes. Hey, boys, ready for some drinks? Yeah, we are, actually. What do you want? Uh, gee, your acting's got a lot better. Um, oh, please. Could I just get a no, pot no, of I... Great Northern, please? Yes. Yeah, the difference you. is, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a uh, pint of Northern. Um, the difference is, you'd be acting on Neighbours, <laughs> and I'm on the big screen in Hollywood. <laughs> please. What about Dan? Dan, do you want something? Uh, I'll go with Ox. Same. Yeah, right. Two points. Thanks, easy. Ethan. Right, Thanks, Ethan. You're a star. See You're, you a star. You're a star. Good boy, right. isn't he? Good yeah, name good too, Ethan. Ethan. I tell you what, the railway hotel. Doesn't matter which one you go to around no. the planet. They're all good. You know, know you what, know why they're called. It? You know why they're called railway? Because they're next to the railway. Yes. Well, you, wouldn't, right? you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, that's incredible. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't. No, <laughs> I love how you reveal that like it's some amazing insight. No, no. you could see well, his some eyes people, Some people wouldn't know that. Everyone would know that. Would they? Okay. Is there ever a railway hotel? Yeah, because there are some suburbs, like you know. Um, well, there's one in Port Melbourne. Clifton Hill, right? Yep. Clifton Hill. There's no hill to speak of. There's no. nothing there. No. There's nothing. Beechworth. There's no beach. beach in Beechworth. You're right. So, is there a railway? There's no sun in summer. <laughs> is there, in fact, a railway hotel anywhere on the planet that is not close to a railway? Oh, wow. Well, what about the one in Port Melbourne? No, it's close. There's rail. Oh no, that's a that's that's a light rail. That's a tram. Well, it should be the light rail hotel. But still got rails. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I tell you what. If you can come up with a railway hotel that is not close to a railway. Yep. We'll get you in to our lunch. Yeah. And remember the lunch. If, if you've got a good joke, we're going to pick out the best jokes. You and a mate will come and have lunch with us. If you can get a railway hotel for us that is not close to a railway, I'm in. I'm in too. All right. No hey, well, the beers are here. Thanks, Ethan. Ethan. That was so good. Look how small your little potties. Yeah, I know. Compared to the big boy pints. How, how many pot drinkers do you have these days, Ethan? What do they drink? Are they drinking pints or nah, are they drinking schooners? schooners? Pints go, pints go warm by the time yes, you finish. Yes, I agree. Yeah. With well, you. That's if you, you drink slow. Pots just isn't worth it, is it? Rubbish, mate. They stay cold nah. to the last gulp. Yeah, it's only nah. one gulp. If yeah. you're drinking them slow, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any old timers coming in asking for a glass or a pony? Nah. 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 Do you even have pony get glasses a, anymore? Nah, I don't think so. We get a lot of um, shandies. A lot of shanties. I'm at the right place. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, how much? How much is a pint of Northern these days? Uh, Eleven sixty. I reckon. That's, okay. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's yeah. not bad. I mean, when I first started working here, I reckon it was like still below ten. But yeah. anyway, any uh, anyway. any punch on you lately, or has it all been pretty tame? Oh, it always goes back to fights with I'm you. I'm just trying to find out. Nah, it's been pretty tame. You had a few. It's the oldies. The oldies are the worst. Like, yeah, okay. They've been coming here for so 25 So when you say years. oldies, do you say, is that over 50 or over 60? Oh, over 60, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, so you know, understand the fighting stuff, you wouldn't have. If you heard the last podcast, I want to put this question to you, okay? When do you become the head of your family as a young man? Is it when you are the toughest in the family? So it's when you can punch your dad up or punch your brothers up that makes you the, the, the number one or is it because you're the smartest and have the most money? Which one is it? Nah, it's, it, you never become the head unless it's the person who has the kids who's the head. It doesn't matter. 
So until I die. Yeah. Until you so die. I'm in charge. So it's yeah, like the Godfather. Exactly. So like the Godfather. I was going to become... say it's like the Queen, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, you have, when you have kids of your own, you become the head of your family, but you never become the head of your dad's uh, family. See? All right. So even if you can punch the hell out of your dad, that nah, doesn't mean anything can, to you. Nah, see, this nah. is wisdom from working behind the bar. <laughs> he's only a kid. How old are you? Uh, 22. 22 and he's just taught us something. Yeah, okay. You're not the head of my family no, at the moment, I'm Ethan, but well done, well done. Let's, let's cheers him. That's uh, some very, very good ox. Uh, just Grab last your beer, just look, because Dan, we're last cheering question. to his... El- last, okay, question. last question. You yeah. spoke about shandies before. What's the demographic of people buying oh. shandies? Oh, old ladies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to toast you. And now you get stuffed, Ethan. Honestly. Thanks, Thanks Ethan. Appreciate Thanks, it, mate. You're, you're a good lad. He's a good boy. He was fair hey. too. Old ladies, how's that? I tell you what, you know, it's <laughs> funny because we all love giving cheek, right? We all love mm. giving a little bit of mm. cheek. It makes the world go round. Oh, but how good. good is it when you get a little bit back? It's even better. He switched on for a 22-year-old. No, he's a star. He goes, when, I st- when he said I started here, they were under 10 bucks. I'm thinking, oh, he must be about 27. He must have started here when he was 14. <laughs> oh, mate, that beer is oh, so how good. good. That the is sensational. Good. The pipes are good. Oh, should we change the name of the podcast to One Bloke and One Old Lady? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it used to be a couple of boys. I think it's stupid. You've changed. You've, you've you, worded him up before he came on. It's as simple as you, that. I would not ever try to word up an Ethan. Now, tell us about civil selfishness, please. The thing that's going to change the world? Yeah, revolutionise the world, you said. I happen to live in the street with a beautiful canopy. Have you still got uh, the housing commission across the road? <laughs> it's public housing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and it's a, they're lovely people. So far. How many armed robberies this week? <laughs> and the valuation of my house hasn't, it hasn't missed a beat. Anyway, has it, got, has, it up in, has it gone up in seven years? <laughs> Can you please stick to what I'm about to tell okay. you? Because it is earth changing. Okay, you've got right. a leafy canopy street Beautiful. in, in where housing right. commission is. So at the moment, I have to take my kid to the station at 7.20. Yep. And then when I come back, we've got a single, uh, a single car car. Uh, Garage. garage, right? So I can't leave my car in front of Trisha's car because she goes to work, yeah. so I'll leave it out in the street. Clever. There is nothing worse. When I put my car in the street and the leaves have come down and there are leaves everywhere that I hear that street sweeper coming down the street. And you know what happens? Because my park, my car's parked out the front, it has to go around the car. All right? That is annoying. That's more work for me. Park out the front of the commission house and let the leash <laughs> out up. the front of there. So I'm asking you, all right? This is this would be yeah. a simple thing to do for every council. It should be part of some kind of text list where when that street sweeper is coming down your street, you get a text at 6 a.m. to say, hey, listen, dopey. Don't park your car out the front because the street sweeper is coming your way today. Perfect. So why isn't that being done? I don't know. I'll tell you why. Because the councils are the most selfish people on this planet. They're a disgrace. If there's not a dollar in it for them, they don't care about us. You know... Hello, Bayside City Council. No. no. Thanks for the callback that no. I never got. We, we, rang, we rang them and, and she... Promised a callback. Never call back. No, no callback. So so they're happy to pinch your basketball nets. Yeah, they're right. not happy to give you a yeah. tweet yeah, on right. when you can move your car so the street sweeper can pick up all the leaves. Even a text message. I mean, the, the, the street sweeper knows. And all you would have to do is just... You just text it. Okay, you just make it known. If you want to know when the street sweeper is coming down your way, text us what street you live in, text us a phone number, and we will send you a warning that the street sweeper is on the way. So this is clear. We've just come up with a new segment right here. 
Well, it's called civil selfishness. No, 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 no. no, oh, no, 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 no it's, it's morphed what into it? something else. What have we got? First world problems. Yes, it's got to be a yes. first. That, that is Great. a first world problem, right there. Right, mate. All right. Getting well. the leaves. Off the ground in really expensive suburbs. All right, well, it's, <laughs> it is so important. <laughs> All the issues in the hey. world. That's the one. Hey, this is bloody important. Do you, know know you know how long it took me to rake up those leaves? So, to, so the front of my house looked like every other house yeah, in the street. Violin, uh, how many? How long? It took me 20 minutes. Really? 20 minutes of wow. my day. Unbelievable. I had to put gloves on. Why didn't you get a blower? Blow up, please. Blow it over to the commission house. <laughs> someone else. <laughs> Mate, That's you, actually not you know a bad you'll come out. You'll come out in a week. If everyone blows over the commission house, you won't see That's the commission house. There'll <laughs> be leaves blowing up. Could just, just, all this just keep and, on blowing and it you down know what? They way. can bury the bodies in there. It is, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it the is downhill in, the to their place. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you've got a first world problem, please get in touch. Well, if, if, if you've got a good one, that is worthy of coming on the podcast, we will call you. All right, can I be controversial? Please. Can we still be friends? Go on. What you got? Can we still be friends if one of my friends joins either Hillsong or Scientology? So, hang on, this is interesting. So Now, this is controversial because... Hang on, so if one of your friends... Yeah. Ends up with one of those groups. Yeah. Can I still be friends with you? No, can, you, no, can I <laughs> because, still be friends with them? Because I think that's a really good point. If you've got a friend that is considering being part of one of those groups, no, what about I don't think in? I can be part friends with you yeah, anymore. I agree. I think that's how far-reaching this is. Now, uh, you can choose any religion you like. Yeah. As long as it's real. Go for your life. Now... I don't know much about Elrond Hubbard. <laughs> oh, seriously, I don't. I've only watched some. I've only watched some oh, so, some, some mate, documentaries, and I don't know much about Hillsong, but I've just seen some news clippings it's, of like it's crazy town. There's some stuff going on there that I just don't get. <laughs> so, so come on. So if you join a group and they say we need three quarters of your wage and most of your possessions, uh, and where you do can, I sign? <laughs> get me in. <laughs> I, Let's go. So if your friends, just say your cousin Nick. Yeah, cousin right? Nick. He's a, he becomes a member of Hillsong. A greasy little bugger he is. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can remain friends with you or Nick anymore. No. Mate, if, if Nick... If <laughs> He's Nick your Ma- cousin. If Nick Maury, yeah. <laughs> he used to be a teammate of yours, yeah, yeah. and he happens to be my cousin, if he joins Hillsong, you can't be friends with me anymore. No. No, I, I can't. can't have friends that are you gonna, even Are you going to be friends that. with him? No way. You're going to be shot. You're going to dish your cousin. No, well, but that's a bad representation on me. That looks bad for me. If if I have a close friend. So it's not about him, it's about you. It's about me. That's right. <laughs> Ox, can I ask, is that a hypothetical or is that actually real? No, no, no. It's, I've, got, I've got someone in my life that is a, it's converted in. Oh. And, um, at, at, at the uh, centre? No, not, not at Hillsong. At, um, no, at, at my house. Is it no, 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 the Church of Scientology. <laughs> no, no, they believe. No. I, I, it's not my religion. So got to remember there's 2,900 religions out there. Hey, mate. So, and everyone, most people have got a religion. If you don't, it's, it's probably hey. rare, but I find it hard. There's a couple of religions I just can't I, I believe in aliens, right? I'm a believer. <laughs> And that's what that stupid religion's all about. I, I still can't cop <laughs> can that be, one. You can be a Scientologist. You're an Elrond. If, if you're going to line, <laughs> line me up with a religion, that's probably the one you'd line me up with. Yeah, but they? even I couldn't do, no. be a Scientologist. Would you be happy to give up three quarters of everything you got? 
for the betterment of Scientology, so you can help help them help them get to the. What's in it for me? No, What's in it? Fulfillment. Fulfillment. Eternal life. No. Life. no. Angels. No. <laughs> no way. Virgins. No, I can't even. Not even if I met Tom Cruise. Actually, he's their number one. Not even if I met Tom Cruise. I, I think if you met Tom Cruise, it'd be. That'd be the final. Can I tell you a story about Tom Cruise? Oh no! That Please don't tell me. me. You weren't at the boutique, were you? No. Oh god. No, no, no. But when he was married to Nicole Kidman, yes, Nicole Kidman had the same manager as Stuart Appleby used to have. Okay. So they were in Sydney, and Stewie happened to be playing a golf tournament in Sydney. Yeah. How and come I don't know this story? Oh, just, it just occurred to me. It's a great story it so just, far. It just Please a, continue. It, it just occurred to me. All right. So, because they shared a similar manager and they were introduced, Stuart and Nicole and Tom Cruise. Anyway, Tom Cruise likes playing tennis. Does he? Yeah. And Nicole can't play tennis. She's a hack. She's useless. She's good on the BMX. She's a great BMXer. <laughs> yeah. But shocking tennis player. Did you notice those freckles? Yeah, they're gone. We spoke about this. They're, she had a lot gone. of freckles yeah, in BMX gone. band. They join up right eventually. <laughs> it's, what, until you look like you've got a tan? Yep. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> anyway, so Nicole calls Stuart Appleby and really? says, Hey, Stewie, Tom wants to play some tennis. Can you play tennis? And Stewie goes, Yeah, I can play tennis. What are you talking about? He goes, well, Tom's in town and he wants to play some tennis. And Stewie goes, right, I'll play tennis with Tom Cruise. No worries. He goes, well, come over to our, to our, our hotel. We've got a tennis court up on the roof. Anyway, this is so good. This is so good. So Tom Cruise is now playing tennis with Stuart Appleby. Australia's best golfer. Right? Yep, Australia's best golfer. And Nicole Kidman was the ball girl. <laughs> so... That's just, oh no! Stuart Appleby tells this story wherever he goes. I would have been hitting him into the net. He plays tennis. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's playing tennis with Tom, and Nicole is the ball girl. Imagine that situation. Do you uh, remember, do you remember the story when we were on SEM? Yeah. yeah. What was the show called? Uh, the Run Home. God, it, was great, it was a great. It was a great. So show. improved. Still yeah. is a good oh, show. Just, Still is a good show. Come on. Um, yeah, so, it's good. So, so, so <laughs> do you remember DJ Generic? Yeah, he's one, one of the greatest DJs in the history the of the world. So he used to be the undercard to Calvin Harris. That's right. In Vegas, four nights a week. Correct. Before he became a legend himself. Before he became a legend himself. So they'd go over, they'd do, the, they'd do the thing, and then Calvin would jump in the jet and they'd fly back home. And often, Taylor Swift would, join, would join them. because With Taylor, DJ Generic. Yeah, because Taylor Swift and Calvin Harris yeah, were, we're, going, out, were yeah. going out together. Oh, we're, getting, we're getting DJ so, Generic. So DJ... We can get DJ Generic. We'll we, get his we, we will get him on. So DJ Generic tells us that on many occasions they do the they do the gig. They finish at four a.m., five a.m. They jump in a jet. They'd be home by seven, and they go and have breakfast, or they go back to yeah. the, go back to Swift's or uh, Kelvin's house, yeah. which is a monster joint, yeah. and they cook up breakfast. He said many times they go back. They've been partying all night, and Taylor. Would cook them breakfast. Are just, you joking? What scrambled eggs? Taylor Swift would just cook them scrambled eggs. He goes, so I've, I've been out work, and then Taylor Swift, the biggest superstar, superstar in the world, is cooking bacon and eggs for. It's for, just outrageous. It's unbelievable. It's just ridiculous. It's, it's la la land. Like that is just fantasy land. Fantasy uh, land. Hey, uh, talking about crazy stories. Later in the program, 
<laughs> we used to have a segment, you and I, when we were at Macquarie Sports Radio, called Ridiculous Sports Stories. And what a name it was. One of the greatest Because it names. was. Well, it was. Well, they were sports, sports stories that were ridiculous. That's what, what it does on the box. Yeah. What about the bloke, uh, what's his name, the coach, he, he won the World Cup, Aloisi. John Aloisi. Can I tell you about his ridiculous story? You might think it is him making the shot to get us into the World Cup. No. That's not the story. That's ridiculous about this particular story. The story is he kicked that winning goal with his wrong foot. Oh. So for for you think about what was on the line, people go, oh, what a great story. This John Lewis, he's kicking this thing. We're into the World Cup. He takes his shirt off, whips it around, blah, 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 blah. That's not the story to that story. He took it with the wrong foot. How's that? Unbelievable. It's pretty impressive. So that's the sort of stuff we're talking about. And like the Stephen Bradbury. Oh, Stephen Bradbury, unbelievable. Stephen Bradbury was unbelievable that he won gold, but he shouldn't have even been in the final in the first place because the same thing happened in the race before. In the (laughs) semi-final. No one even knows that. No, they don't. Ridiculous sports stories. So have you got one after the break for us? We've got one after the break. We've got one after the break. I don't know this one, so have you got it all set up? Well, I'll let this bloke tell it. Oh, we're going to get him on. We're getting him on. Oh, God, we, this must be a good dead, story. Well, well, well. He's not a part of Hillsong, is he? <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we do some feedback? Can we do some feedback yeah, yeah, yeah. before love we get feedback. to the break, please? Yeah. Uh, so some tweets to the editor. Uh, now, David White. Whitey. He goes, Ox and Marco, I don't know why you keep hanging it on Prince Harry. Plenty of people have ousted their stepdad and their stepmom <laughs> and half-brothers and sisters for being tool bags who <laughs> their lives. <laughs> why shouldn't Harry? Well, it's true. Uh, I still think he's a bit of a Judas. To no, he's all right. Uh, Mick the golfer has sent this in. Okay. Uh, G'day, boys. Love the show. Keep up the great work. I was in my garage cleaning my clubs, my golf clubs yesterday, when I looked up to find an old duffel bag sitting on a shelf. Right. Sure enough. It was an old Ute bag. Bag of Ute? <laughs> bag of Got it as a gift when I purchased a bottle of Ute years ago. Didn't work for me, so I have to admit, I went straight to the Easy Miyake. Definitely became yes. a go-to fragrance, Marco. Yes. All the best. Well done, Mick. Get ready to be happy, mate. Mick will be seeing more little twinkles in eyes around this country. If you wore Ute to Ute, did you ever go to... Uh, if you I, wore Ute to Juice Nightclub in Ringwood... Never miss. So I, ne- oh, I never wore Ute, but you I never did know. I did know when my mates were on Ute because it was a magnificent scent. Really? Yeah, it was. Did I you ever go to Juice Nightclub out in Ringwood? No, I no. never ventured out to Ringwood. Oh, to tell you the truth, yes. Yeah, good fun. Good place. Good, good sawdust place. on the floors or anything silly. Yeah, at the end of the night, there was occasionally sawdust or two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got one more. Yeah. So this is from Dargs. Marco, genuine 1970s prices for far north Queensland on the Smith's chips, $2.40 for a big packet. Oh, you're joking. That's good for Smith's chips. uh, how many episodes ago was I talking about I paid $7.50 for a small bag of chicken chips? That's a big bag. Don't tell me it's a big bag. He's in Port Douglas, so that's where you've got to get good value chips. Oh, yeah, if I'm going to go and get a bargain, i go to Port Douglas. 170 <laughs> gram bag of chips for $2.40. Yeah, that's a good bargain. That's Thank you, Dugs. Well done, Dugs. Good job. Right, well, look, we're going to oh, get to this break. And unbelievable you sporting story we're going to hear. Bolt yourself in for a ridiculous. See, unbelievable is used too often. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's why we've gone to a new level. Had to. Coming up next, ridiculous sports stories. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're having a couple of beers with a couple of blokes. This is Ox and Marco. And when you get a sec, we'd love you to subscribe and rate the podcast. Right, just before we get to ridiculous sports stories, just strap yourselves yep. in, folks. Can't strap wait. yourselves in. We missed a bit of feedback now from Shags. Now Shags used to caddy for Peter O'Malley. Is that the Shags from the Lilydale yeah. Footy Club? That's right, yep. Shags. That's right from the Lilydale Football mm. Club. We were down there. Yeah. We had a great time. We what did. A, what a fantastic little ground it yeah. was as well. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, so Shags, I f and love your pods. Really? Yeah, I think he's talking about our podcast. Oh, okay. Driving around on my own, making me laugh my ass off. There Good you on go. You, Shags. Oh, Shags. Yeah, you know, Shags was cad- caddying for Peter O'Malley when Peter O'Malley beat Tiger Woods. You're joking. So, Pom Pom from T the Green was unbelievable. From our little circle, he putted like um, Helen Keller. From our tiny little circle, <laughs> from our tiny, from our tiny little circle here, yeah. at a couple of blokes, couple of beers, we know. Three or two people who have beaten Tiger Woods oh, no. three times. Unbelievable. That's ridiculous. Good on you, Shags. That must have been a good week. We should actually get Shags Come on, on let's one get day this, I want to, hear to this talk ri- about a ridiculous sports story because anyone who beats Tiger Woods in match play is ridiculous. I want to hear this ridiculous sporting story. Who have we got? Who have All we right. got? Who is it? His name is Greg Ditton, and everybody calls him Biscuit. Oh, Biscuit. And he has a ridiculous sports story. G'day, Biscuit. G'day, guys. How are you going? Oh, Biscuit, I'm intrigued. Where do we start, Biscuit? Biscuit, tell us this story because Marco has given us no details other than you're not going to believe this ridiculous sporting story. Okay, I'll take you back. Um, It was in 1992. Oh, good year. I was was 21 uh, years old and... It was uh, the year. It's a basketball story. Back back in 1992, the Melbourne Tigers were the biggest thing in town. That's true. In they the were. NBL, Andrew Gaze. They were here. yes. They were selling out games at Rod Laver Arena, playing against the Melbourne Leonard, Magic. Leonard Cope was playing. Yep. Yep. They, yes. All the stars. Well, in 1992, they lost the finals. Mm. Because they were so popular and playing so well, the colleges in the United States in the Pac-10, which was in the California, Arizona region, invited the Melbourne Tigers to come over to the preseason so that they could have some uh, good hit-outs against some quality opposition. So end-of-season trip for the Melbourne Tigers. And um, I... Knew some of the players. Who'd you know? Andrew Gaze was a mate of mine. No. Wayne Rattler Peterson, who's the who's the court announcer. He's a good mate of mine. He was on the trip, so uh, off we went to the United States. Uh, well, they uh, they had a spare uniform. Robert Sibley wasn't on the trip, and they threw his uniform in. 
<laughs> and on the last game of the trip in uh, at Arizona State University, Come on. they said, uh, Dits, why don't you suit up and sit on the bench? <laughs> uh, and never played a game of basketball in your life? Never played a game of basketball in my life. Five... <laughs> Five foot seven on my tippy toes, could dribble it with a flat hand. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You were slapping it instead of pushing it down. I was slapping it down, slapping it down. So I put uh, I put Robert Sibley's uniform on, yeah. uh, tucked it in, and you could only see half the number on the back. <laughs> Walked out uh, with the players out onto the stadium. 15,000-seat stadium, oh, live no. on television in Arizona. You're joking. Don't tell me you warmed up with Then him. we start rolling. Well, first of all, it was the uh, the gift exchange. So, well, wait, hang, yeah, on, hang, the, hang on, hang on, hang on. You can't shoot and you can barely dribble. How'd you go in the warm-up? Well, I missed the first few layups. <laughs> yes. uh, then I, then I, uh, I tried to do a few hook shots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what were the boys doing? What was Gaze and Copeland doing? Were they laughing? Well, Andrew Gaze uh, back then was a very serious man in 1992. He was just laughing and shaking his head. <laughs> uh, oh, Warwick, Giddy, Warwick Giddy was uh, having a good old laugh. Yep. Dean Vickerman, Dean Vickerman uh, the, uh, the now the uh, great coach of the of the Melbourne United. United. He yep. was – they were all uh, – it was a great laugh. It was a, it was a really good trip. But the intention was never to get on the court. The, the intention was to sit on the bench. Yeah, well, so, the, the uh, crowd must have sent something was going on at this stage. Well, uh, in the college games over there, they have the big bands that sit behind the bench. Yeah. And uh, and the bands, it would have been about 50 or 60 in the band. They looked at me and they thought, something's not going well, – this, this looks like it could be – Make a wish foundation or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they started chanting 52, 52, 52, 52. So every time, uh, every time they'd chant, I'd get up and walk over in front of them and stretch their hammies and do a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> Oh, when they came to, to do the national anthem, we all lined up on the court and uh, I was looking a little bit out of place. The national anthem came on. They started playing Waltzing Matilda. <laughs> <laughs> I roused the boys up, so we sang the national anthem. You live sang on it. TV over the, we sang it over the top of Waltzing Matilda and uh, we were having a great time. So the, the Tigers were playing well. It was in the second half, late in the second half. Tigers were up by eight points. Warwick Giddy hard fouled one of the guys and got fouled out of the game. The coach, Al Westover, looked at me and says, Dits, Dits, no. you're on. No, no, you're no, on. no, no. Straight, I didn't know whether or where you had to go through an interchange bench or what you had to do. <laughs> I had the, you know, the rip-off uh, tracksuit pants. Oh, you with did. All the you, you did you do the big rip? Ripped, ripped them off, right, <laughs> left it, nearly tripped over. <laughs> This is so good. <laughs> so I've gone onto the court with 6.3 seconds remaining. Hang on, the band had to be cheering your name at that state. You had to have- Everybody was cheering. Nobody could believe that this guy was about to make his debut <laughs> in college basketball in the United States. Oh, my God. Live on TV. So Without ever went- playing a game in his life. 
Never. Didn't touch the ball. <laughs> didn't get a touch. <laughs> didn't get a touch. But the boys, the boys reckon it was that obvious that I wasn't supposed to be playing. That if I had a touch the ball, I would have been fouled into the Arizona Regional <laughs> Hospital. Oh, uh, because it was, it was a bit of an insult. But uh, no, that was uh, that was my crazy oh. sports story. Debut for the Melbourne Tigers. Did they cheer you off? Did you get up on the shoulders of Copeland and Gaze and did they cheer you off like Rudy, Rudy, Rudy? <laughs> There's a bit of Rudy it, about it, it wasn't quite the cheering off, but there was a good mention in the rooms afterwards about my uh, debut game. Oh, and, and, of course, so uh, Gaze, he went on to do uh, – he went on to do – he was inspired enough to uh, play for the Spurs after that, win a championship and uh, – Are you inspired? Carry the flag for, <laughs> carry the, flag for the country. Uh, Warwick Giddy was inspired to have children, and look what happened there, uh, Josh. You've inspired that team onto greatness. <laughs> yes, Dean Vickerman was inspired to coach. I've got the best bit about this story. <laughs> what is this? He's got video footage of it. Oh, you do not. So we are going to you have get not. this on all of our socials. Have you got really? Yes. Oh, that is so good. That is oh, awesome. Well, that is one of the greatest stories I've ever heard. To have never played a game of basketball, to go over, suit up, to be a part of, you know, folklore. Not make a layup in the warm-up. Yeah. Tapping, slapping the ball. To win the crowd over Rocky style. 52, 52, 52. <laughs> and then to get your chance and then to be so unselfish not to touch it. Yes. In the last six seconds, Incredible. you, my friend, are a true team player. <laughs> it's on, the video's on your phone. It's on your phone. Unbelievable. Now. Thanks, Biscuit. Yeah, good Biscuit, you're a star. Now, this is a new segment, clearly. Now, if you know somebody who has a ridiculous sports story, yep. get in touch. Get in touch with our socials. You might. We want to hear it. We, we want to hear what happens. We need it. We need that sports story. Good fella and a true story. Oh. And I can't wait. I haven't seen the footage, so I want to see the footage. Well, talking heroes, because he was generally a yeah. hero. Um, yeah. We've got a little bit of homework we need to cover off. Oh, yeah. I've got a Ricky Ponting update for you, okay. actually. Can you give me a Ricky Ponting so update, So I've please? been in touch. He's back from India. But he told me, and he told me with, uh, you know, the oh, sort right, of voice. He's moving that, house now, is he? No, Ricky's, Ricky has a serious voice. He said, okay. mate, I just need a little bit of quiet time. I just need I just need some time to relax and get my head in order. But he promised me that he would come on our podcast at the Brighton Hotel and it's going to be his last hurrah there watching okay. the Greyhounds. All right. I've got an update of Heather Mackay. You've made contact. She's not speaking to us. Why not? She won't speak to us. My people have spoken to her people and her people are saying that she won't be speaking to us. Well, I'm never speaking to her ever again. That's I, it. In fact, it's over. In fact, I am... Boycotting squash. She can get Nick. I'm never going to another squash event as Over, long as I live. I hope she loses her next game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's in trouble. All um, right, well now, that's now, it. Now, Kevin Bloody Wilson, Roddy Rude. Yeah, they are more than likely to be on within the next month. Are they primed? Uh, Kevin Body Wilson was more friendly than Rodney. Right. Uh, I, I would say Rodney was rather rude. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, no, no. Didn't Rodney want to feed? He did want to feed. Um, did he? Are they, are they going to bring it? I don't want them on if they're going to go through their old stuff. No, well, no, I want no. some new stuff <laughs> no, I know from Rodney I know you want their Kevin. new stuff because you want to use it. <laughs> <laughs> what about, I'm sick of their old stuff. What about uh, the great white nudist? Uh, the great are, white nudist? Have you got him coming on? Uh, I have tried to make contact 
contact. Uh, but unfortunately, with everything that's happening around Liv, uh, he's just in the fetal position. Just at the moment. He's wrapped up with dollar bills. Um, Daniel Ricciardo, where are you at with Daniel Ricciardo? I don't think Daniel Ricciardo was on my list. I think he's on your list. Is he? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll chase him. Yes. Yeah, it was on your list, Ox, actually. He was yeah. on my list. Yeah, yeah. Ricardo's well, on your on. list. I know I want to get him on. I, I want to get Michael Jordan on too, but I want someone else to do the heavy lifting. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just bark out names and expect someone to pick up your heavy lifting. Um, can I say I've got a name coming on in the next uh, three weeks? Well, how big? Uh, biggest, The biggest name in football, Aussie rules. Lee Matthews. Bigger. There's no one bigger than Lee Matthews, is there? If I mention anti-inflammatories. Um, I think I know who you're talking about. Okay, who is it? Kuda? No. <laughs> well, Wayne Carey. Wayne Carey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've got to get him on. So the Duck's going to come on. So Duck's got his own podcast and we're going to do... We're going gonna, we're gonna to do, we're do gonna a sim- simultaneous podcast so we can share. A share simultaneous from. podcast. And, and we've got Ooh, some... Has that ever been done And before? he's going to tell some stuff... That's never been aired before ever. Really? Yep. Okay. We can go anywhere? And you you can take that to the bank. Oh, and we can go anywhere. All trails lead to duck. Right. Hey, speaking of banks. If it looks like a duck. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, speaking of banks, you were going to, you had some homework too, Marco, which was to pay a window washer $5. out of traffic light. Yeah, I haven't haven't seen many window washers. I I, I saw one the other day and I actually gave him the Tijuana. What? You got nothing? I, I, wiped, him. I wiped him off. I was just, I wasn't in the mood. Yeah, no, I haven't seen one for a while, but uh, no, I'm still not happy giving someone five bucks for wiping my windows. Yeah. I give him 50 cents. That's all that tells me. 50, 50 cents? Come on, 50's not. Mate, if he gets 50 cents at every light for an hour, the guy's going to make 20 bucks. That's almost minimum wage. It's pretty good. <laughs> and. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, not paying any tax on that 50 cents. Just help a, help a young washer out. Uh, only if he's juggling something. If he's juggling something, it's half a chance. Fire. 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 He's breathing fire. All right, Marco, can you remind us about this competition? That we are going <laughs> yep. to take people out to lunch. How's it work? Well, you've got to get in touch with our socials, any one of them. Send in a joke. And if your joke is picked by you and I, then you and a mate will be coming to lunch with us. It's very, very How simple. That? Very, very simple. Last week too. This is the last week. This is oh, the, the last, last week. week. That's right, it. So this is the last week. It's the last week. All right, send them in, please. Are we doing the judging uh, in next week's episode? Can we um, do it on air or do we have to do it off air? I reckon we'll do a bonus pod where we uh, choose the winners. Righto. So we're we, do a bonus pod. Do can, a couple, we'll do it in a couple Can of we those. tell the jokes that just missed and laugh at those guys yeah, for not yeah, coming yeah, to yeah, our yeah, lunch? We can, we can, we can. <laughs> we certainly can. That's not very good. All right, guys, let's spin the wheel. All right. Come on. All right. What's the topic? It's late on the basketball joke. You're joking. <laughs> what? All right. Let me Who keeps on. on putting these categories in? I'll find uh, one. We've got... No, it's my turn, right. isn't it? No, no. You're still on a two-week ban. This what? is your last ban. You've got two weeks for plagiarism. Kevin Bloody Wilson's now looking at suing. <laughs> you don't want him to take you on. <laughs> no. As long as he's... Hey, Santa Claus, you... <laughs> All right. Um... Come on. All right. What do cheerleaders drink before they go to a basketball game? I don't know. 
root beer. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh. No, we can't. No, no, we, can't. we can't do that one. No, no we can because they root. Yeah, yeah they root. root it's American. They root. It's not like an Australian joke. It's an American joke. You got Where's your mind, Dad? What are you thinking? Your mind's in the, gutter, in the gutter all the time. Oh, they root. On. That's what they do in basketball games in the Chile. Gutter. They root for the Arizona. I'm the voice of reason here. <laughs> I've got another joke just in case. Go on. All right, just in case that one doesn't get through, but hopefully it does. Because <laughs> root beer is a good drink. Um, what do you call a basketball player that misses dunks? Go on. Alley whoops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Nice. Very, very good. good. Very, very good. All right, well, we'll see you next week. And, Marco, you're out of probation, so it's your joke. My joke. Next it's week. your joke. Right. Heather McKay's off our list. Yep. And, and Ricky Ponning just needs to clear his head. And I'll find Daniel Ricciardo. Fantastic. <laughs> Oh, nice work, boys. Well done. Another great show. Live today from the Railway Hotel. And thank you to Ethan for the cold beers. Very nice work. If you enjoy the podcast, we'd love you to review it wherever you listen and share it with a friend or two. It only takes a couple of seconds and it's a massive help. We'd really appreciate it. Couple of Blokes, Couple of Beers is executive produced by Dan Bradley at Kaizen Media and sound designed by Daryl Misson at loudzebra.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.